In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. This morning in the Gospel, our Lord gives a very strong rebuke to the people who are standing there. He tells them that they are a faithless generation. And in other parts of the Scripture, He actually adds a word and says that they are a faithless and perverse generation. And in thinking about that rebuke, I think most of us might even think that perhaps the Lord could just as easily say those words to ourselves and our own generation as we look around. And in fact, we might even be able to statistically prove that we are more of a faithless generation than we ever have been. I was recently informed of a a Gallup poll this week. I was informed that uh, they do a, they, I guess, for the last 80 years, have been doing a study on churchgoers in the United States. And in this most recent survey, and actually it was done uh, just prior to the pandemic, is when they started. And so the pandemic might bring other things into it. But the results that were released this past week showed that for the first time in 80 years, the percentage of people in the United States who say that they are churchgoers, and whatever that word might mean, I'm not exactly sure, was for the first time below 50%. 80 years ago, when they started doing it, it was 73%. And we might think 73% to 47%, which is where it is today, might not be so bad over the course of 80 years. But in 1999... The percentage of people who said that they were churchgoers in the United States was still 70%. And that means in the last 20 years, we've had a drop from 70% to 47%. And so this declaration, this rebuke of a faithless generation can really perhaps be, be thrown at us. And I'm not saying all of those statistics to, to you to make, pat yourself on the back and say, I'm a churchgoer. I answered yes to that survey when I saw it in the Gallup poll last year. Because the reality is, if we are being honest, most of us, our faith is like the man in the gospel this morning. Where we have faith, but we hear those words, and I think these are some of the most honest words in Scripture. The man throws himself at Jesus' feet and says, Lord, I believe, help my unbelief. And so the reality is, those of us, uh, even myself, who are standing here before you preaching the gospel, Lord willing, each and every week, still have those words. I believe, Lord, help my unbelief. And that's okay that that's where we are in our faithfulness. Because there is a misunderstanding, I believe, for most of us, myself included, about when we should have great faith. Most of the time we think that we should have great faith at the beginning, before we walk into the church. I'll walk into the church after I have faith. But today we're going to turn that upside down. Because today in the church we are celebrating the feast of St. John Climacus, who was the 5th century abbot of St. Catherine's Monastery on Mount Sinai. Now that monastery is one of the oldest continuously running monasteries in the entire world, if not the oldest. And on the grounds of that monastery is the burning bush. On the grounds of that monastery are some of the most ancient uh, manuscripts of the scripture, some of the most ancient icons that are in existence. 
Uh, and it's on my bucket list of places to go before I die. And I know that there are people here who have seen it. And I would encourage you to talk to them about that experience. But St. John was uh, the abbot of that monastery in the 5th century. And he wrote, while he was there, one of the great classics of Orthodox spiritual literature, which is The Ladder of Divine Ascent. And in this great book, there are 30 rungs on the ladder that he talks about. Going uh, to be able to get us to the heights. And on the back of your bulletin, every single quote this morning is from St. John Climacus. And I just chose a bunch of them that I liked. And next year, Lord willing, when I do that again, I'll choose a whole bunch of different ones. Because they're all wonderful. But it's about ascending the heights. And the last step in the ladder. And here's where it gets important for our understanding today. The last step in the ladder where we have ascended the heights is faith, hope, and love. And St. John quotes, of course, from St. Paul in 1 Corinthians where he says, The greatest of these is love. Faith, hope, and love are not the beginning of our journey as Christians. Maybe if faith was only an academic exercise, maybe if it was only about knowing about God, faith would be at the beginning of it. But really, when we are a part of a a faith that it's about knowing God, and that true faith is knowing who God literally is, then true faith, true hope, and true love are not things that we have at the beginning, but are actually the fruit of a whole bunch of spiritual growth and a whole bunch of life in the church. Faith, hope, and love are the end. And the beginning, and this is why we needed last Sunday first, because the beginning is deny yourself, take up your cross, and follow after Christ. And in fact, the first step of the ladder is renunciation. And so we are to deny ourselves, take up our cross, and follow after Christ. And so if we want faith, we come. If we want hope, we come. If we want love, we come. And we seek Christ so that we can be given the grace of God to have true faith, to have true hope, to have true love in ourselves. And that's different from what our world tells us. If you don't believe, don't go. But I'm telling you that if you are seeking for something more than this world, come. And in the struggle, in the day-to-day reality of living our lives as Christians, that's where faith will come. That's where hope will come. That's where the love of God will invade our life. And it will be part of everything that we do. And so I'm going to build on what St. John, or what Father John, maybe St. John, what Father John said last week in his sermon. Because last week he gave you a very difficult homework assignment. He told us that we are to deny ourselves the pleasure of speaking ill of others. Now I hope a lot of you tried to do that. I don't know about you, but I failed by Sunday night. (laughs) Tried to pick it back up. And I'm going to keep trying to pick it back up, but it's a very difficult thing for us to do. And that proves the point, because that's part of love. And if we are going to love, the first thing that we have to do in in love is to do no harm to other people. And if we're not willing to not speak ill of other people, then are we really willing to love them? 
And that's the most basic level of love for people, is to do no harm to others. And so that's where we begin. The second area of love, a little bit better than that, than just doing no harm to other people, the second area of love is to actually do good for other people. We actually open the door for them while uh, we are passing by them uh, in the store, going into a store or something like that. We are careful about how we drive and not cutting other people off and things like that. We do good things for other people is the next step up of love. And the final step up of love, the love that really St. John Climacus was talking about in the Ladder of Divine Ascent, is loving sacrificially. Doing the good things, doing the loving things, not just for our family, not just for our friends, but for everyone. And not just when we feel like it, not just when we have a little bit of extra time, but when it really hurts, just because we know that it is the right thing for us to do. And that's how we know that true love happens at the end of that spiritual life. But to get there, we've got to pass through those other levels of love. We've got to do no harm. We've got to do good to others. And we've got to begin doing sacrificial things for people in our life so that we can do sacrificial things of love for everyone that we see and everyone that we encounter. And then and only then are we not part of that faithless generation. And so building on Father John's homily from last Sunday, I'm going to give you a homework assignment as well. It wasn't me who started it this time. <laughs> do Father John's homework. Keep trying to do Father John's homework and deny yourself of, of speaking ill of others. But add on to that an act of love. Conscientiously adding on to that an act of love. Either not doing harm Uh, or doing good, or maybe even sacrificially doing something, but do an act of love to someone else. But don't just do it. Tie it into growing in your faith. And every time you do an act of love, conscientiously think, Lord, I believe, help my unbelief. So that you can use it as an opportunity to grow in your faith. To grow in ascending the heights of the ladder that St. John Climacus talked about. Uh, that St. John Climacus talks about in his works, and his writing, who we commemorate today. And so, brothers and sisters, we might live in a faithless generation, and we might even be part of that faithless generation. But fight against it, not by expecting that by reading something or having some sort of intellectual insight, you're going to grow in faith. That's not how it happens most of the time. Most of the time, the faith... Hope and love are grown by our actions, grown by our our actually putting into practice the things that we know in our brain. And when we put those things that we know into our brain into action, that's where real faith, real hope, and real love come out. And that's what we all want. So may God help us to use this Lenten season to ascend the heights, to truly love, and to recognize that it's in the struggle It's in the day-to-day encounter where we will find true faith, true hope, and true love to endure our faithlessness, grow in our faith, but endure the faithlessness of this and most likely every generation. Glory to the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen.